coming from overseas. And uh, coming from Tassie, I like I like getting in the mountains. And uh, there are lots of mountains in 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 Tasmania. You can go walking, uh, hiking tracks all over the place. And there's a, a beautiful area called the Walls of Jerusalem. And I've been up into there and nearby regions a few times. And in that region, there's a Mount Jerusalem, there's a Zion Hill, there's another mountain called the Temple, another one called Solomon's Throne, another, uh, there's some lakes, one lake called Lake Salome, another lake called, or a small one called the Pool of Bethesda, and there's probably another ten or, or so other, um, you know, features, mountains, lakes, and Cliffs that have all got names from the Bible. It's a, um, it's a, it's a really beautiful area. It's a, it's something like a, you're climbing from about 1,700 meters to 1,400 meters to get up in there, and it's about a 24k walk, and it's just a lovely area. So there might be some uh, folks here who are thinking of a visit to Tassie and come and visit our assembly, and you can go hiking. And it's a, it's a great area. And I guess one of the reasons I like getting up in into the mountains is that uh, I guess there's a sort of a challenge uh, to be able to climb it. I love seeing the views from, from the top of mountains. There's some areas in Tassie you can look in every you know, 360 degrees, all you can see is uh, mountains way off into the distance. There's some lovely locations. Um, in Let's turn to Micah, chapter 4. I think uh, also when you're up high on a hill, you can get a perspective of uh, what the landscape is like. You can see where the rivers where the rivers run or what uh, what a feasible route might be to, a, to another peak and that sort of thing. So the Lord, I think, likes mountains as well. So in Micah, chapter 4, verse 1, it says, But in the last days it shall come to pass that the mountain of the house of the Lord shall be established in the top of the mountains. And the mountain of the house of the Lord, I'm talking about the church, the Lord's church, established in the top of the mountains, and it shall be exalted above the hills, and the people shall flow into it. And I was thinking about this people flowing into it, so it's like an uphill flow, which is a bit unusual. All the flows I know are the other way, but an uphill flow. And if you just even think about the people, you know, coming to the house of the Lord in the last days, it's not just one person. You imagine a flow. It's a a ribbon of. I get this picture of a ribbon of people flowing, flowing. Uh, to the church you know, in the last days, flowing uphill towards the church. And many, many nations, and I really enjoy those those two testimonies from Thomas and the sister here, um, but it talks about many nations, not just Tasmania. Many nations shall come and say, shall come and say, come, let us go up to the mountain of the Lord and to the house of the God of Jacob. And he will teach us his ways, 
And in, in the sister's testimony here, she was talking about, um, you know, there's a, a fear of change, but when we're taught, when we're taught something, and if we pick it up, that can involve changing what we think or what we, what we're doing or what we're saying, the things we're doing, there can be a change. And there is, I'd say there's been a change in every life here as a result of coming to the Lord. And so it says, Come and let us go to the mountain of the Lord and to the house of our God, the house of, ja- of God, of the God of Jacob, and he will teach us his ways and we will walk in his paths. And walking in the paths of the God of Jacob, we're not going to get lost. In, uh, in my experience, walking around uh, on different hikes around Tassie, it is easy to get off the path and get lost. Uh, that happened to me once. I was with two other guys and it took us some hours to figure out where the track was. We got way off track, thinking the path was over there. In actual fact, it was a, a kilometre or so the other way. And um, but if we, if uh, in Tasmania, in in the paths that uh, on those hiking tracks, there are markers and signs or little red tags nailed to trees. But sometimes they're not there. You know, they've been. The tree's fallen down or the market's missing and it's easy to get off the track. But following the path, following the, the path of the Lord, we're not going to get, go off track. We're going to be on track. We'll walk in his paths. For the law shall go forth of Zion and the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. And it's talking about, I believe here, the law of... Um, well, let's just quickly turn to... Matthew chapter 22, just briefly. Put your finger in Micah, Matthew 22, and verse 37. And Jesus said unto him, Thou shalt, this is answering a question about the law, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and all thy mind. This is the first and great commandment. And the second is like unto it, Thou shalt love thy neighbour as thyself. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. You know, if we, if we're, if we're loving the Lord with all of our heart and our neighbour as ourself, everything else will get will get sorted. There, there won't be any issues. And this, uh, the word of the Lord, um, the law shall go forth from Zion, and the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. This is talking about the. I believe the the um, that love law of Jesus in the last days, which we've which we've experienced and still experience. In verse three, he shall judge among many people and rebuke strong nations afar off, and they shall beat their swords into plowshares. You know, when in in those days where People are following the Lord. There's no need for spears. There's um, there's no need for weapons like that. They can be used for agriculture or other things. Spears into pruning hooks or like scythes or something. Nation shall not lift up 
sought against nation, neither shall they learn war any more. So, you know, this is a, a state when the Lord's return will will experience this, and it'll just be an amazing experience. I was thinking, um, when we while we're here at camp, man, that clock's on red orange already. When, while we're here at camp, we've got the um, the the opportunity to be taught by the Lord. If we if we want to learn, we can take this these few days here at camp and these times in in the meetings and prayer times to be taught by the Lord, hearing you know the words from different brothers or hearing testimonies, which are in a way, more important, I think, Hear, hearing the experiences that people have gone through and what the Lord has done for them can be just a, a fantastic encouragement for all of us. This in verse 3, he shall judge among the people and rebuke strong nations and, and, refrain, and that, the, the outcome there is talking about peace between people and the, and a judgment of Christ which is a righteous judgment. Just going back to verse 1 where it's talking about the people flowing into it. Another thought that I had about that is I had no idea when when I arrived here, the when we came to the Revival Fellowship recently, I had no idea of the number of people that are saved in, in other fellowships. Uh, I had no idea of the vast numbers of people in PNG. Uh, to me that's just amazing. And we were talking to Pastor Godfrey the other day and he told me that there's something like 300 or thereabouts fellowships in PNG. That's, that's incredible. And that's, to me, that's, um, reinforcing the, the people flowing into these fellowships around the world. Not only PNG, but so many other places that, uh, just astound me.